I'm going deep at the Welcome back to Any Given Monday. I mean, I can't do an intro for this podcast because it's just going to speak for itself. Danielle Iacobelli is a Symmetra Tour player, has three wins out on that tour, has been to the LPGA and back. Just a huge personality, hilarious smoker, drinker, gambler, all of her own by her own admission. She had never been on a podcast before. She told stories that are hilarious if you're not a fan of Daniela by the end of this podcast, I can't help you because this is what golf needs. Uh, a personality like this. And full disclaimer, she is going to swear. I'm going to swear. So if you don't like swearing, you got to shut it off about now because uh, Daniela holds nothing back the entire podcast. So I've never laughed so hard in any of the podcasts I've recorded. Real quickly about Good Walk Coffee. Uh, just want to thank them again, as always, for their support. It's crazy that I just laughed for an hour and 20 minutes with Daniela, and uh, there's a company that supports me and lets me do this for a living. So thanks to Chris and Good Walk Coffee. Go to goodwalkcoffee.com, enter the promo code FIREPIT. Goodwalkcoffee.com, enter the code FIREPIT, and yeah, just support them. They support me. It's awesome coffee. Love it. My wife is the biggest fan ever. Loves it. Takes it on trips with us. We're happy to be traveling this week to visit my dad. Brought caught good walk with her. So just awesome stuff. Thanks to them. Goodwalkcoffee.com. Welcome back to Any Given Monday. I mean, first of all, I just found out it's her first podcast. So super excited about that. But been a huge fan for a long time. The last week has like Danielle Iacobelli has become like basically Twitter famous. Uh <laughs> based on my posting pictures of her smoking cigarettes. So, Daniela, thank you for joining us. Any time. I am pumped to do it. All right. First of all, I mean, we're going to get it. You have a great story. Want to talk about your career. What kind of cigarettes do you smoke? Marlboro Menthol Blacks. Yes. Yes. All right. And how long? I mean, has it always been Marlboro? Has it always been Menthol Blacks? They've always long? been Menthols. And over the years, okay. it's shifted between what I can afford. Yes. All right. How many top tens is what kind of cigarettes you smoke? Yeah, yeah pretty much. I mean, that's the golfer life right there. All right. Uh, the first time I met you, and I'm, obviously you don't remember, I like I had maybe like... 10,000 followers and the Symmetra tour asked me down to the tour championship. And we were doing like live streaming during the round. And I came up to you and I said, Hey, can I, and I live stream. And you said, fuck no, I've already been fined by this tour way too much. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yep, I'm a fan. <laughs> I literally want to write a book about all the stories people have about the first time they met me. <laughs> it is remarkable. Everyone's First time meeting me story. Yeah. I mean, that would be amazing. So there is, Daniela asked me that before this, I have promised to pay Fire Pit Collective, Matt Janella, my boss, as uh, 
promise to pay any fine that Daniela gets from the tour for anything said from this moment forward. Yes, please do. <laughs> All right. How many times have you been fined? Any, do, you, do you know? Three. Three. All right. Can you talk about the stories that got you fined? Uh, the first one was completely innocent. I missed a mandatory meeting, but okay. I was actually engulfed in host housing and their kids had like golf tournaments. Yeah, so yeah. I was at my host housing kids practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, know. that's a crappy uh, way to get, what's a fine 500 bucks. That was 50 bucks. Symmetra tours, oh, okay. Symmetra tours, like minimal. Um, <laughs> they know the, you're not making any money. So the next hey. one was. I brought someone into player dining, like right as breakfast was ending. And I was like, oh, well, they're going to throw this stuff away anyway. Right. And of course I got caught. So the person ended up eating a $50 egg. (laughs) But then I won that week. So I was like, ha ha, it's fine. I can afford it. And then the last one was incredibly substantial minimally factual and i don't necessarily know if i want to get into it but yes. i will say that it was a thousand dollar fine holy shit and yeah. uh and how long ago was it um i'm gonna say three years ago oh my god was there an so, investigation and everything or was there video of video evidence there was zero evidence of Ooh. anything part of it was factual and i was like i'm not gonna get kicked off the tour Please take one of my mortgage payments. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, right. Didn't oh, need my. it anyway. I love it. All right. I mean, I love your story too. Like I've done a lot of research the last couple of days. So let's let's start it. Who introduced you to your to the game? You grew up in Michigan, moved to Florida like relatively young to play. Did they move? Did your family move for you in order to have a place to play full time? Yeah. So my parents had me pretty late in life. Um, mom was thirty eight. Dad was forty eight. Mm-hmm. and kudos to them, I guess, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. My dad was, he owned a plumbing business, self-employed, and unbeknownst to me, he was fairly successful, but mom mm-hmm. and I still shopped at Dollar Tree. Like, I didn't know any better. Yeah. And he decided that he was going to early retire and move down to Florida so I could pursue golf. Um, I'm fairly confident my mom and I kicked him. Like, we fought him tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. Like we're not moving. This is where our life is. Da 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 da. Yeah, yeah. And when they ended up getting divorced, my mom and I stayed, and my dad went back to Michigan. We were like, "Sorry, yeah, we love <laughs> we, it here. We like it down here way better." You were right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was at like what? You were a teenager. I was eleven, getting ready to turn twelve. So it was like nineteen ninety nine, I think. Okay. And I always ask this, Daniela, to every pro golfer: like, when do you really like all of us want to be pro golfers? All of us want to be like, I mean, you know, we think we're good enough, blah, blah, blah. When was the time that you realized that you were like actually a lot better than people? Probably my first tournament, like okay. professional tournament. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't, I mean, yeah, in fifth grade, I dressed up as who do you want to be when you grow up? I dressed up as Nancy Lopez. Yeah, yeah. All right. But I never kind of really thought of it as playing professional golf. And I went to school, played college golf. And it was kind of just the next step because I was like, I really don't want to work for anyone. That sounds sucky. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sit behind a desk all day. That sounds sucky. And, I mean, I knew nothing about professional golf. I still don't practice, obviously, as you saw my Sunday score. But (laughs) I looked out. I was the, you know, I was the the big dick in college and didn't practice and was winning tournaments. And I come out here to play professional golf. 
and I just get stomped on like, oh, you got, you can't shoot 80 out here and make money. Like that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, well, let's talk about your college career. Cause I mean, it's pretty exceptional. And, um, I just like, so how did you pick Florida, uh, Florida tech? I mean, because nobody wanted me. <laughs> nobody wanted me. My what, high school were... coach went to FIT as the yep. college coach there. Yeah. Got me on the team. And it was like the third year of the program, maybe. It was very young. And it's a tech school, right? So we yep. have aviation, marine biology, engineering, aerospace. Like the we send up astronauts. Like yeah. no one goes to that school to play golf. <laughs> so our team was just all over the place. And I'm like, I don't even want to go to school. Like, I just want to play golf. Yeah. The school was be- only a means to like, to like have a place to play. Basically, Literally, yeah. literally. I didn't play in AJGA. I didn't play in junior events. I told my dad, I was like, you're crazy for spending that kind of money. Save it and buy me a car. Right. Right. <laughs> like that's, that's astronomical. But yeah, no, I, I literally went to Florida. I sent out applications the whole process. I'm not over. Well, at that time, I wasn't overly smart. I'm not much smarter now. But my SAT scores were mediocre at best. Yeah. I wasn't golfing great. I mean, I could, but I don't know. God had a plan, and I'm just I'm just waking up each day and doing whatever the hell I can, but, I guess. I mean, your career there was, I mean, exceptional. Like, I mean, like, you – I mean, you won a bunch. You have like I think twenty nine top tens, eight wins. You won a national championship. I mean, the coach, the coach is like seems to have a personality. The only fucking picture I see of you guys, she has this like giant cowboy hat on. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's funny. You? I still talk to her to this day. Like you she's do? a family uh, friend, yeah. and uh, she's she's like she's like Yoda. Like I literally call her fortune cookie. She saved in my phone as fortune cookie because everything she says is just so like scripture. Like it's just, it's so peculiar, but I love her. So like you're winning a bunch. When do you, do you have a plan to turn pro? Like in that middle of it, are you like, Oh shit, I guess I'm going to like turn pro at some point. I'm like dominating on at, at Florida tech. I didn't really see it as dominating though. Like I look back on it and I was like, I was literally just playing golf. I mean, some of the the shit that I would pull off was just stupid. And it was just, I mean, nothing's really changed. I mean, I pull off stupid shit now, but it was just kind of like, okay, I'm done with school. Now what? I guess I'm going to go try and be a pro golfer. And back then, Symmetra Tour and LPGA had two different Q schools. Yeah. Okay. So I go to, well, at the time it was the LPGA Futures Tour. Yeah. And I go to that Q school. I think I barely make it. Mm-hmm. And then I've just had status on the tour ever since. Yeah. Just figuring it out each week, each year. Just, I, I don't know. So you stop for a while and get a job like as a, as a pro, right? Like a head a club pro. I was, I was, I didn't have status. I didn't have great status. I guess my first year, which would have been yeah. 2011. Like my, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I don't know. God, it's so long ago. Yeah, I um, And I was working as a head pro at the local club, and I got into like two or three events. I stole one of the pro shop guys to come caddy, yeah. and we were on our way back from Michigan or Ohio or Illinois, and I looked at him, and I was like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm just going to go for it. So I literally texted my boss and was like, hey, 
This is my two weeks notice. <laughs> and it's Tyler's two weeks notice. He's going to come caddy for me. Oh um, I'll help you as much as I can, but I'm out. And <laughs> my boss was very maternal. Like she was basically like my mom at yeah, work. And she's like, this is a terrible mistake. And she's like, you son of a, like, you are an asshole. You're taking two of my best employees. And I was like, I'm just going to go face it. I mean, oh, yeah. I think that's a <clears throat> that's a great part of the story, Danielle. When you turn pro, you have $3,000. And for those that don't know, $3,000 in the pro golf world is fucking zero. It's basically nothing. I mean, that's like maybe two weeks on the Symmetra tour, like if you find some host housing, all sorts of stuff. I mean, that like looking back, you had to be like, and you've, you had your good friend Tyler caddy for you, who you didn't even pay. He just like, like you paid him when you could, whatever. Like, I mean, you have to look back and then go like, holy shit. Like, how did this work out? I remember being in Syracuse, New York, and I looked at Tyler and I said, if we don't make money this week, we go home. And I was going to have to call my mom to, and I don't even know if she could have wired me money because I didn't (laughs) even think that was a thing back then. So like, I don't even know how I would have gotten home because I would have had like $300 in my bank account. And an entry fee was 500. Mm. Like, yeah. Like, and it worked out. I think I came in fifth in Syracuse and it was like maybe three grand. And it was enough to just keep Keep going. going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get your LPGA tour card that that year, Danielle. I mean, like, you earned it that. I I missed the cut in Vidalia, Georgia. And we go to, we flew like, we drove so fast home and I was like, I am going to figure out my fucking putter. Like I am so sick of not being able to putt. I mean, yeah. nothing changed. And mm-hmm. I sat there and I made a hundred three footers in a row. I did not leave until I did it. Mm-hmm. And we get up to Daytona and it was just so eerie. Like, yeah, I felt like I knew something big was going to happen and we win which, was it ten? Was it ten cards back then, or just five cards? You had to finish fifth or tenth. Was that was the first year. It was ten. The okay. year before, it was five. Yeah, all right. Um, that was the first. And you year came it was in. 10. You came in like twenty second, right? If I read it right, like twenty two to five. Yeah. And I had no idea. I mean, yeah, yeah. the winner's check was eighteen thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. And I think I had missed. I had missed more cuts than I had made that year, but all my places were so high. Yeah. It was like and the literally first money was so minimal that, I mean, yeah. to like, I think thirty or forty thousand dollars got the tenth place card, and now it's more than double that. Mm-hmm. It was a weird, weird week. I had no business winning. I had no business going on the LPGA. I was just absolutely shook. I didn't know what I was doing. So Laura when you Davies see that- hold open the door for me, and I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> Laura Davies held open the door. And Tyler's like, you're a fucking professional. Like, stop. Like, wake up. You're here. You deserve to be here. I mean, is that part of it, Danielle? Like, you get there and you're like, holy shit. Like, you got to feel like you belong there, right? I mean, like, when you do stuff like that, you're like, kind of like, oh, shit. I'm not sure I'm like part. I'm like supposed to be here. Is that is that the process kind of? I mean, for me, no, because I feel like I'm just the black sheep in life. Like, I just, I don't, I don't fit in. I don't conform. I'm my own person. And I got out there and I was like, so out of any comfort zone I'd ever been in. Mm -hmm. 
And it was a huge, huge culture shock to me. And then you see all the girls out there. I mean, those girls freaking grind, Mm -hmm. like grind. Mm -hmm. So I tried to grind and that was, that's not me. I'm not a ring. Like in hindsight, does that hurt Danielle? If you could go like, you could do 2013 over again and you would just like, not that you might not change a few things, but like you're, you're not going to go out there and like hit 20 fucking buckets of balls. You're just going to like, you know, you, you yeah, have natural. No, I wish I, I mean, yes and no, because I guess it taught me for the next time and it helped me get better on Symmetra as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it was kind of part of the process, but I, I even told two girls yesterday that got their card, uh, Sophia that I played with and Fati and, Sophia, I was sober. Fatih, I may have been a little bit alcohol I broke my sobriety yesterday because I played like such shit. Um, I was like, do not change. How long, how long has the sobriety been? 58 days. Oh, that's a pretty good run. That's a pretty yeah, good run. That was a good run. I told him, I said, don't change anything. Like, you're going to go see equipment yeah. trucks and you're yeah, going right, to see right. girls tinkering. I was like, just what you did this year got you there. Mm-hmm. It's okay to tinker. I was like, but do not change who you are yeah. because of what you see. Because you see, it's so easy to get engulfed in, oh, someone else is doing it. I need to do it. Yeah. Like, so the serious side of like you saying you're the black sheep, like obviously people love you. Like literally I, it is hard like in the, in the women's game to find someone who like creates so much emotion like people love i got more messages about you than any other woman golfer i've ever tweeted about ever i I mean all positive so like when you say you're the black sheep in 2013 like now you've embraced it daniela like do you look back at it at like at that time and you didn't know what that meant i mean was it hard off the course like were you did you have friends on tour i mean obviously everyone loves you now I'm sure there's people who don't love me. You either love me or you hate me. The people who hate me have never met me or they've dated me. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of the two. Or there's some extra tour staff and they're like, oh my God, here comes D. Everybody, everybody do something. Let's be busy. Yeah. I know. Like on two, did you have friends on tour or did you like, I mean, it's hard to be a rookie anytime, right? Like it's hard. Like people don't want you out there. Like the girls, guys, doesn't matter what side you're at the game you're on. Like no one wants rookies out there. They think they're like coming to take their cards, right? I mean, I don't know. I still don't know what card position gets you status. I still don't know how Q school works. I still just don't know. You tell me what status I have. I'm going to figure out what tournaments I'm playing in. Yeah. But I wish back that, I mean, I was what, 23, 24. Like, I guess I wasn't as comfortable in my own skin as I am now. Mm -hmm. And I've learned in the last 10 years to not take for granted what I do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even Sunday when I promise you I wanted to tin cup snap every single club in my bag, including my seven iron. Yeah. I just kept looking around and I was like, how cool? Like I had, I had so many friends come up from Melbourne to Daytona because it was only an hour away. And like they were engulfed in tears, hugging me after the round, not Mm. sad that I lost, but so happy for me that 
I played so well this week. You're about to hear a train. I don't know if that's yeah, going to affect us. I, get, I don't care. Trains are good. Yeah, well, you know, part of the hood, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's not, though. It's such a white hood. It's fine. Um, so I, I think I've gotten more comfortable. I think, like I said, I appreciate my job. Like, yeah. I think my job is so cool. I play a sport for a living. I chase – it's not even a sport. It's a leisure activity. Let's be serious. We do it in five hours. Right, right. Not a sport. Right. And, oh, that's so annoying. I feel no, bad. No, don't feel bad. It's great. It adds to everything. This is the best – this is the right? most enjoyable 18 minutes I've ever seen <laughs> on a This is amazing. That's the first time I've ever had a guy tell me that. <laughs> not to make it weird or anything. Oh, shit. That is awesome. <laughs> No, we're uh, so yeah, no. like if you had questions, we're just we're just derailing. No, it's completely fine. This is great. I love it. I love it so much. All right. So like uh I mean, you're just comfortable with who you are. Like you did this is it. Like uh, I mean, again, like you buy into like we made Twitter jokes, you made Twitter jokes, like this is who you are. It is like, hey, I smoke. It is like fuck it. I don't care. Like you smoke. <laughs> if you saw what I grew up around, mm-hmm. Everything would make sense. My dad is 81. To this day, he smokes three packs a day in the house. <laughs> like his walls are yellow. It is disgusting. I love my father, but I'm like, dude, it's 60 degrees outside. Go smoke outside. Yeah, right. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. My brother at the time, like when I was younger, he smoked. My brother-in-law smoked. And it was all in the house. And we're yeah. big and we're Italian and we're loud. Yeah. And even now to this day, I joke around with my dad. He's like, ah, fuck you. Like, <laughs> it's like cursing was never a yeah. bad thing in my house. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just a way that you spoke. Sure, there's a time and a place. We've all recognized that. Yeah, when yeah. I see little kids around, you know, yeah. on the golf course, I spit something out that yeah. doesn't, doesn't even make sense, but it's not a curse word. I don't want yeah. to be a bad image to them, but – when I meet a pro-am group and they drop the F-bomb before I do, I'm like, let's yeah. go. Game yeah. on. So, so let, let's talk about the serious side of that, Danielle. So what I see from as a fan's perspective from the, from the women's game is a lot of women fit into what they think they should be, what what the people perceive. It's why I love – why I'm a huge fan of yours so much is like it, it seems like you're just you, like – and obviously, you know the appropriate times to like say the f word or whatever. Sure. I mean, do you see for the this? And this is true. Like, obviously, in the men's game, in the top end of the thing is like everybody has sponsors to answer to and whatever. Is like, would the women's game be more popular? Like, there's got to be some great personalities out there that we're not seeing because they're afraid to to show it, right? Well, yeah. I mean, as women, we're taught. <clears throat> to be a certain way. Like mm-hmm. you're taught to be ladylike. Mm-hmm. You're taught to cross your legs a certain way. You're taught to worry about your posture, your image, your hair, your makeup, how much you weigh, whatever. And that is so just mentally exhausting as a woman mm-hmm. to compete and, and compare yourself to this definition of perfect that literally no one can get to because the ones that do look great are fucking psycho because they spent their whole life trying to look great. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Trying, it's they're trying, a, yeah. It's they're such trying to live up to an, perception. Yeah. yeah right. And it's, it's so sucky because 
who cares if a girl curses or who, I mean, because I curse and smoke doesn't mean you need to curse and smoke. Yeah. Right. Because I like to have a couple of drinks after golf or to socialize. Whatever doesn't mean you, and I don't care if you do or don't. Yeah. I mean, you do you, that's your life. That's your, but when I look back in 40 years and I'm hooked up to an oxygen tank on a slot machine, I want to be able to look at the 23 year old next to me and be like, fuck yeah. Like go enjoy it. Yes. Whatever you, know? you enjoy. Like if you enjoy drinking seven up and not do, do you right. Like you're not endorsing what you do. You love, you're just going to be you. You like this stuff. It is what I'm, it is. Like I'm just, I'm taking the advice from all the old farts in my life. Yeah. And all of them had the best stories growing up when they were in their thirties. Yeah. I mean, my dad used to tell me, I remember when I was young, you know, before you were born, we did this, we did. And I'm like, why can't I do that? Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, I'm balling on a budget, a very strict budget. Yeah. The symmetric tour budget. It's tight. It's below the poverty line. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Mini tour life is, is all right. What's the best party you've been to on the symmetric tour? Like you mean the best party that I've thrown on the Symmetra tour? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> so there's a few. All right. Immediately what comes to mind is Decatur, Illinois. Yeah, okay. I live there, in, I mean, I'm not right now. I'm I'm not there now, but I live in Chicago. So I, I've been I've been to that event. Soybean capital of the world. Yes. There's like somehow six hotels on the main drag, a Taco Bell, an Applebee's. And a Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes. So the first year that I remember being there, Lisa Ferrero had just won like two tournaments in a row and got a hole in one. Okay. And I was like, drinks on you, motherfucker, because $30,000 is a lot of money on this tour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we You're go to B-Dubs. Yeah. Right. Like 40 of us, players and caddies, walk in, and they put us on the back patio. We're getting sloshed. This was back in the day. Yeah. Before girls had could even think about affording track mans on the driving range. Right, okay? right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So I need music, right? That's yeah. the Latin in me. Like we cannot hang out without music. So I yeah. go pull up my 2009 Dodge Journey. Yeah. Yes. I have my iPod, my iPod mini yep. hooked up to the auxiliary cord. And I just yes. start cranking music with the windows down. Yeah. I end up on the roof of my car. <laughs> <laughs> Six hours later, my car battery dies. <laughs> yes. In the middle of Decatur, Illinois. I love this. Fortunately, I had some guys come help me and jumpstart it, and everything yep. was good to go. But every year, we would go back to the B dubs, and the same waitress <laughs> would be like, Oh my God, I was wondering if you guys are coming back. Yeah. We're like, We're here. We're here. <laughs> sure enough, the car would get pulled up again, and we just made our own party. Oh and we loved it. And every year, the crowd diminished and diminished. Yeah. And I think now if we did it, we'd have like eight people. Is that what happened? That's what's happened. Daniela is like, there's not, there's just not as many, there's just not as many characters out there. There's not as many, like everyone's like, I got to get to the gym at 6am. I got to like, everybody kind of sticks to themselves. Agents have come in like all that shit. Right. Like it is so different. When I tell you on a given week, there's probably like eight to 10 track mans on the driving range. Yeah. I mean, we barely had decent range balls 10 years ago. Yeah. You could like, you go to the, you go to an event at like six o'clock at night. There's girls on the putting green and on the range. Yeah. 
And I've looked at so many of them and I'm like, what do you do as a release? Mm-hmm. Like when you have a shitty day, what do you do? And they're like, I go to the yeah. gym. And I'm like, I commend you <laughs> because the last thing I want to do after walking eight miles is go to the gym. Yeah, like right. I wish I was that person. I yeah. so wish I was that person, right. but I think I would rather be in prison. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you miss it? I mean, that's my, it must stink, right? Like, I mean, there's not, there's just not a party. Like it's not a traveling party. Like it used to, I mean, I hear this, but this isn't the, not that you don't have fun now and there's not certain things that are fun, but like you miss going to B dubs and having 40 people there. I miss the camaraderie. Mm. Like 2012, there was probably like 10 of us between players and caddies and We'd go out to dinners. Wednesday was always Mexican night. Yeah. Like we always, there was always just someone to do something with and it took your mind off of it. I mean, we just did four weeks in a row. I am physically exhausted. Yeah. The last thing you want to do, like you said, is like go talk about golf and like, hey, what's your yeah. track man numbers and shit? Like you just, and, and especially, I mean, I've just heard and obviously I'm asking is like, I mean, you, you guys, the girls use host housing for the, those that don't know a lot. And so- host houses often want to talk about golf as soon as you're, so you're like literally living in this cycle of 24 seven golf. And all you want to do is just like, Hey, I just like to watch a fucking TV show. And right. And but some girls, I mean, some girls, that's their thing though. You know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. it's a job. I'm going to go put in the work that I need to put in and do what I need to do. And that, and that's fine. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, I would love to know how, they mentally release themselves from their job. Right. You know what I mean? Like if it's so constant, how do you ever come down? How do you ever relax? What's your, like, do you hang out with people? Do y'all go do stuff? Do you go to, like, I just, I've never understood it. Fortunately this year, I've found two best friends in the middle of the year Mm -hmm. and we're a shit show train wreck. (laughs) Like, ridiculous but i lo- one of them sitting in my living room right now she keeps peeking over the couch like making faces at me and i'm like okay <laughs> thanks are you guys are you guys what's like giving it what's an example of a shit show like you just like wh- what's the drink of choice for everybody is your i see your beer mo- for the most part beer at least well i'm mostly on the seltzer kick right okay yeah yeah like those things go down like a fat kid on a seesaw <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. all of a sudden you have 12 Capri Suns in a can and you're like, holy shit, I'm wasted. Yeah, right. Right? So yeah. the, the seltzers have become my she drink. Can join the, she can join the pod if she wants to. It's I mean, Sarah White. She said she's yeah. been on the Oh my podcast. God, Sarah White. I had her on the pod before. Come on, yeah. Sarah. That's get over said. here. Sarah, come here. <laughs> come on. Jesus. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> yeah, sit down. You get a twofer. You get a twofer. Yeah. He wants oh. to talk to you too. Sarah, are you drunk right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is actually water. All right. Sarah, I am what's the drunkest? How are you, Sarah? How are you? I'm great. How are you? Yeah, this is the second time Sarah's been on this podcast. Second time. I told her. She goes, oh, my God, they're going to be on podcast. Be like, I was already on it. <laughs> All right. Sarah, what's the drunkest you've seen, Danielle? <laughs> dude i want to hear this tell me yeah um yeah. you well, probably don't even remember because you were more drunk than i was yeah it's the same week. okay it's tied it's All tied right. so the All first right. time the funny thing is the first time i 
ever met D, I played in the nine hole pro am in the morning, and then okay. I needed to do a rookie shadow yep. and shadow a veteran for a pro am. So at this point, what? I played wait, every. Wait, single... wait, 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 wait. One yeah, you heard go, it right. Let's Correct. There. Let's start there. You heard it right. Yeah, wild. you I've did hear it right. I've played in every pro am since my win, and I okay. still had to shadow how to do a pro am. So what does that they, mean? Like how to talk to like four apparently how t- I don't know. Apparently how to like not have a personality of a tic tac on the golf course. Right, right, right. <laughs> Which I already like can talk to a tree, obviously. Yeah. And they would still hear me. Right. Um so that's the first time I ever met Dee and I said, Hey, I'm your rookie shadow. She goes, This is what you don't do, pretty much. <laughs> Danielle, how um, many how many rookies have you had shadow you on a pro am and how how is the tour still sending rookies to you? Well, the answer to that is one. I've and now you're best buddies. <laughs> I've had one. And that's why I was like, uh, are you, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, did they get that right? Yeah. yeah. So she was pretty drunk then. But the first time we hung out, we killed about two cases of Truly's. Nice. Oh, at my house. At your house. The first oh. time we ever hung out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you're right. We, I was, yeah. We were sitting out here because... We were just talking about... We, we both MC hammered. We both MC hammered. Yeah. So at this point, I was like, how the hell do I no, we be can a curse. pro? We can, we can yeah. swear? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I was like, this is my first year on tour. I was like, how do you do this? I literally yeah. had no idea. I didn't know yeah. anything about Q school. Didn't know anything about the money list. Didn't know right. anything. So her and I were having a conversation out here. I vaguely remember it, but we were both really drunk. Then we went and got Taco Bell at 2 a.m. That is in the golf cart. Uh, in the golf cart. But <laughs> Come on. it's the thing here. I swear to God, when we ordered Chick-fil-A tonight, you could put what your vehicle is, and golf yeah. cart was an option. Yeah. Oh because God. there's so many golf carts in this area. Yeah. Did you get so Chick-fil-A tonight drunk. in a fucking golf cart? No, we didn't get it in the golf cart, but oh, it no. was an option. Yeah. Oh, Sarah, have you picked up smoking since you've hung out with me? I don't smoke. No, she, she has secondhand lung cancer, though. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. No. All right. I mean, in Harris, I might have. You might I have had I do I, not recall Harris. I might have, but that's like an, you what know, was the I don't pro, think was they the count. Pro-Am when you're Wednesday? Not... What, like Pro-Am Thursday for a Friday start? Well, we were in the Pro-Am on Wednesday, so. Oh, you had a day to recover. We had Thursday to recover. Okay, yeah. Um, the semester got, has gotten smart about not putting me in Thursday pro-ams these days. And it's actually greatly appreciated because the Friday hungover round would be a bitch. Yeah, um, excuse yeah. me. You play really well hungover. There's evidence. <laughs> there is evidence. There was the New York two-week bender with a little bit of golf in between. That video that I tweeted at you? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So I took after, it. That was after yeah. the Michael Ray concert. Yeah, yeah. I was so... So hungover. I had an escape plan if I had to yak anywhere yeah. I went. Right. Like when I tell you, yeah. I got to the golf course. I think my tea time was like eight thirty. Yes. And I got to the golf course in. What's all this season? That was this season. Yeah, this was okay. in Alb- Albany this year. Okay. Maybe yeah. ten weeks ago. Yeah. So I get to the golf course and it's drizzling. I'm yeah. painfully hungover. Painfully hungover, and I was more hungover than she was. You yeah. weren't even awake yet, I don't think. No, I, I called you on your way to the golf course. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I sucked down two 800 milligrams of ibuprofen, tried yeah. to chug a bottle of water, 
it's raining. I'm like, I'm not warming up. I go to see physio and I look at Alex and I'm like, can you just give me the hand warm up here? Cause it's not happening for me today. I didn't hit a ball. I didn't put a putt. I went to the first tee and I, it was 50, 50 if I was making contact. Yeah. Right. Like we had the wobbles. What? What did you you shoot? 69. Yeah. Three under bogey. Bogey freaking free. The lip out on the last hole would have been for 68. Her hangover went. Did you take tied for second in Battle Creek? Yeah. Tied for second in Battle Creek. We're at the casino the night before. Firekeepers at Firekeepers. Yeah. Yeah. Love Firekeepers. It Love is, Kathy George. Yeah. Great yeah. tournament. But we're at the casino the night before. I love, Sarah, first of all, I love that you just threw in a PR shot. Like, we love the p- fire keepers in the middle. We love it. Actually, so I do. I know I mean, you I do. I'm not, I've heard nothing but good things. I love yeah. how Sarah overtook my podcast. Yeah, no. Sarah, this is. I can leave. <laughs> no, no. Stay. You've been on this podcast. Uh, you've been on this podcast. Sorry. He's all right. It. So you play be- better hungover, Danielle. Yeah, probably because I don't give a shit, and I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. Like, it completely <laughs> turns off your brain. Right. I'm like, all right, five hours, and we're done. Yeah. Let's just get through five hours. Yeah. Yeah. It is it is truly probably the most amazing feature. But about it's me. exhausting, though. Like, you're just yeah, yeah. double tired after. And I'm, I'm going to be 34 next month. Like, I got to – I'm yeah. telling you. I keeping her young. Ten years Not younger. Not a girl. Is this the house that you bought after the lot of the the lot championship? It is. Do you call it? Does it call? Is it called the lot? Does it have a lot flag in the in the no. living room? No, it barely has anything. It's just like she's blessed, pretty much. It says yeah. blessed about four different times in her entire house. I think her mom went to Hobby Lobby. No, I bought them. <laughs> this house needed Jesus. I wanted to make sure that he knew he was welcome here with all the blessings and all the crosses. I I think my mom sprayed holy water in here when I first got it. Yeah, that's good. That just made that ten times better because that is such a 65-year-old lady decoration. Don't judge me. I'm a basic white bitch. Yeah. Oh my no, God. you're not. You're a unicorn. All right. You're on the, the LPGA Tour. You finish ninth, and you make, I, what, 44 grand, right? Yeah, that was stupid. That was like – I blacked out that whole week. I, I mean, I was just – that was such a fun week. Like I couldn't do anything wrong. Is that in yeah. Hawaii? Yeah. Oh, in Hawaii. That's a good place anyway. I forgot it was in Hawaii, but Yeah, it was a good one. And did you come home and buy the house like Monday? No. So I was actually so we're six hours difference and I had been trying to find a house because I was what, thirty years old and living with my mom and stepdad. <laughs> yeah. But like only three months out of the year. I mean, that's and, not that unusual for golfers, to be no, fair. No, not at all, yeah. right? But I was like, I need space. Yeah. And so I had been looking and looking and just living on Zillow, which it was like my favorite app at the time. Yeah. And I find this condo in the area that I wanted to live in, and I send it to my mom, and I was like, go check it out. Like, it was a really good price. So my mom FaceTimes me inside the condo, and she's like, oh, my God, it's perfect. Like, it yeah. doesn't need any work. It just needs some paint, maybe a couple things what should we do? I was like, well, fuck it. Put an offer in. Right. So this is Saturday morning. I just made the cut. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Sunday I finished the round and call mom, call dad, whatever. Mom's like, Oh my God, I'm so excited. But guess what? I was like, what? She's like, they accepted the offer. I was like, 
Now I'm broke. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> to square one. Yeah. And I signed all the papers and did all the stuff without ever setting foot into the house. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy shit. Do you yeah, like was, I mean honestly, do you like it? Is it all right? Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay. I literally love my like living room setup, the TV with the lights behind it. I mean, in I the mean, research of doing this pod, all I saw is you and your mom singing fucking songs in the car. Yeah, that's because oh, I'm TikTok, TikTok famous. Like, yeah, watch she is out. TikTok famous. Like, yeah, I saw that. I've been featured on a few. I appeal to middle-aged lesbian women <laughs> so hard. I mean, it's crazy. You Swiping would not- through her bumble is pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. Jesus Christ. Who invited her? Yeah, oh, no, God. yeah. I mean, let's talk about Bumble. No, I'm let's just... talk about Bumble. It is trash. You don't <laughs> want to see mine. It is so brutal being a lesbian on yeah. dating apps. Is it really? Why? They're like, just think of like the the worst of the worst. Yeah. So like on a scale of one to ten, like negative eight yeah. up until six. Okay. Like I've never seen better than a six on. I mean, you've never yeah, been I'm, like, "Holy shit, that woman is super hot," and I'm gonna well, date yeah, her. Yeah, but they're straight. <laughs> so I'm like, "Shit, out again." Uh, that's amazing. Um, all right. So what's the what's the off season? Are you going to Q school? Absolutely not. No. All right. What's the off season look like? Hopefully, doing more podcasts with you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's all I, I mean, got. He's gonna have to yeah. come visit me in Texas. Danielle, I don't know what he's gonna do without me for six months. Danielle, I also don't know what I'm gonna do without her for six months. Danielle, if you are not starting a podcast directly after this, just telling your stories of the road, uh, you're doing name, it wrong because you will have a sponsor. You will have Literally, a sponsor. Name by a state. The, yes, that's okay. Let's go. Name a state. No, uh, yeah, Wisconsin. There's got to be a story from the whatever the White Deer Run or Deer Brown Deer Run or whatever that is. What's that uh, event Brown up Deer there? Park. Yeah, Brown Deer Park. See that? Oh, that one's not a good one because all they like is Miller Lite up there. Oh shit! What's the beer of choice? Seltzers. Oh, it's Seltzers now. I saw a, truly a punches or White Claw or truly. Well, if truly lemonades. Give anybody you who works from Truly. Yeah. Listens to your podcast. Yes. I I will DM their address. If we can't get you like listen, I have whatever X amount of followers. If we can't get you some free truly, I'm like I'll buy it personally if we can't Marvel get you. Marvel does stuff. not sponsor athletes. I mean that's I've, I've emailed. Um Captain Morgan at that time was not sponsoring professional athletes. Um but apparently natty daddies do. I mean, oh, Nettie Light does, yeah. I mean, I can't yeah, we, we, I don't know, like, all right. So the off season is what? Just getting ready for next season? I mean, yeah, but what Are you going to play, Danielle, here's the, are you going to play pro golf forever? Yeah, I'm dying on the golf course. All right, that's awesome. Like, I'm dying on the golf course. I just found out that I'm already the career money leader of the Symmetra Tour, which is, is arguably my least favorite stat about myself. <laughs> Because that means you've been playing out there for way too fucking long. <laughs> yeah. And it said three hundred and two thousand dollars, and then I looked at my bank account, and I was like, "That." Yeah. Where is it? Where is, is that? So inaccurate. It's yeah. not even funny. What do you think you net from three hundred and two thousand? Net two dollars. <laughs> so three hundred and two thousand, and that's been 
what, seven years of playing. So $40,000 a year. So I net what 12 grand a year. That's so I've netted 120 grand maybe. Yeah. Over. Yes. Over seven years. That's like before you pay bills. Yeah. That's before the mortgage, before (laughs) the car. What's this dog doing? He's like, he's just a human. He's like, hey guys, I want to hang out too. Is this Chance? Is that his name? This is Chance. Yeah. He doesn't like getting. No, he does not like getting. Oh, he doesn't. Chance will bite your face off. I mean, I can get him. Hold on. All right. He's warming up. Dang it, Sarah. It's taking some time, Sarah. Huh? It's taking some time. Oh yeah. Come here, Papa. Well, she rescued him, so he was skittish at first. Oh, hi. I mean, Chance is a Instagram uh, legend, too. Yeah, he's my little guy. He's going to go golfing with me this winter because I got to give Grandma and Grandpa a break from babysitting him. Oh, yeah. Is that where he stays during the... uh... Yeah, that's where he he stays when I'm gone. All right. I feel bad. I tell him to name a state, and then you name like the literally yeah the only worst state place. that you didn't get drunk in. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, I'm sure I got drunk. That casino did a. Real I will tell thing. you. So before this account, and Sarah's, I don't know if I've told this story. So I used to caddy every once in a while on a mini tour, just for fun, not for like anything. Oh, you're guest caddying next year. Yeah. All right. I cannot Can wait. You do me I too. Mean, I've never smoked an entire cigarette in my life. I will smoke a pack if I get to caddy for you. I wonder if we can get you like a GoPro. Yeah. The, the Cementor Sewer. Listen, Mike Nichols loves me. Loves me. Makes one of us. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. He, he loves the exposure. I like, I'm a big fan of Symmetra Tour. Listen, Symmetra Tour is doing what it needs to do. It has, when I tell you, it has progressed a lot. Since yeah. my first year on tour, yeah, it's crazy how far yeah, yeah. we've come. I mean, one hundred percent. I mean, the fact that the the purses have gone up significantly. You're on your fourth cigarette. It's pretty un. It's pretty unreal. Just imagine if I was drinking. Yeah, I'd be lighting them back to back. So I go to White Deer Run. This is before I was married and I was single, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be on a Symmetra tour." I was like, I was running a bunch of restaurants. I'm successful. I was like, I am definitely leaving with a date. And, oh my gosh! And, On a your chances were probably pretty high. And uh, so I was like, I call the thing. I mean, I did it to Ketty, but like, hey, if a I date mean, you're happened, just like every other caddy on the Symmetra tour, they're like, right. oh yeah, I'm here to caddy. And so uh, I call and I was like, hey, can you pair me up with a player? Yeah, no problem. I've caddied on a bunch of mini tours, Q school, whatever. They're like, oh yeah, we'll give you somebody. And I got a 50 year old woman. Who? Nicole Jure. Oh, I love Nicole. She's, she's wonderful. I'm just saying, she was Nicole. great. And we've stayed in touch since then. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you you're just, single and you're like 28 years old, you're like, oh, this you're is like, they're, they're like trying to get paired with a 24 year old. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the 50 year old woman I was thinking that. Were you a volunteer caddy? Yeah. She gave me a, a, she tried to give me a, like, I did it for just fun. And she tried to give me like a, a, uh, dozen Volvix or whatever at the end i was like it's okay it's fine you know? could you remember those those as, volunteer you could use those as, as weapons yeah i know as rocks i mean if we're talking volunteer caddy stories the one i had when you yeah. shot that bogey 369 woof Which yeah let me hear it fire it away um so my volunteer caddy shows up in like the beat up honda sedan just 
blasting music. Yes. Walks out with like very bald, but like the flow. Oh yes. And Converse jeans and a t-shirt. Yes. And um. This is amazing. How do I ex- like express his facial facial features? Uh oh. Danielle, I'm not touching that one. I don't. <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Just like was it ombre? Harambe, harambe, <laughs> yeah, harambe, harambe. Yeah, right. Got it. Um, so he's like, "Hey, are you Sarah?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Oh, I'm your caddy this week." And I was like, "Oh shit!" All right. Better hope he's not listening to it. Yeah. Maybe Sorry, he's fine. He's a great caddy. Yeah. Uh, I want to cut that part out. It's fine. Um, Did so. <laughs> Literally doesn't have a polo. He goes and gets a volunteer polo, and yes. he's caddying for me with my bag backward, and like it is just it it's is bad. it is painful. He probably has seven donuts before we tee off, and then he's like talking to me about like wisdom and through food, and I'm like, is this one okay? And then he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go hit the gym after this, and I was like, well, yeah. All right. Okay. Like probably the worst volunteer caddy I've had. Do you have a regular caddy, Danielle? Absolutely not. I can't afford that shit. Yeah, no I one know. can afford it. Are you it. kidding I me? I know. I know. Like it is so. Like I guess if golf stops working out, I might learn how to walk faster and then just be a caddy. Yeah. Because the guaranteed paycheck with all the host housings that I have, yeah, I'd be making bank. Yeah. And no entry fee. No five hundred dollar entry fee every. I can't do it. Yeah. Get your ADD ass inside. I'm getting my podcast back. Yeah. Bye. (laughs) We've missed like, I've missed like six episodes. I got to restart it. You missed a lot. I know. I got to restart it. Um, all right. So what's the, what's the off season really look like? You hang out with your fam and like, yeah. So my mom lives like three miles away so I can get to her in the golf cart in like eight minutes. It's not bad. Um, I'll hang out at the club. I have, I've made so many new friends up at this country club and, they're so, so, so supportive and so nice. It is like, it's like I have another 10 set of parents at this club and I just go golfing with all of them and yeah. bust the guys' balls and hang out with the ladies. The The ladies' club championship is this week, so Sarah and I are going to go ride around and watch. Yeah. Like, I have no plans. I'm not going to do anything. I'm getting old. I'm not. Like, do you love know. playing professional? I mean, like, obviously the money's not great at the Symmetra Tour. It's not great. It needs to be better everywhere on the women's side. But, like, do you still love golf as much as you did more, less? What? Where are you at? It hits you differently during the season, right? Like, you get yeah. in lulls where you're like, I fucking hate golf. What am I doing? And then you're like, what else would I do? What could my job be? And then you have a good finish, and you're like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is why I've been working hard. This is why I keep doing it. This is why I keep pushing. And I am such a golf nerd. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely, genuinely love the game of golf. And I love everything it's taught me from tears of sadness to tears of happiness and mm-hmm. everything in between. I have met so many amazing people. When I tell you Friday after my round, I mean, different countries yeah. were texting me, like emails from volunteers who found my email on social media. Like the response is so rewarding mm-hmm. 
and it's just so it's so cool to see how small the world is in the world of golf and i've just i've never i've yet to meet a sucky person doing what i do is it the financial side danielle like i always say this on the women's side there just isn't grinders right there isn't anyone that's been out there like you have i mean very rarely obviously there's a few exceptions but for the most part like why financial is that is that the main reason that well i think for women you get to a point where you want to start a family you want to get married and it's a very difficult career Mm -hmm. to do that and kudos to the women out here who who are doing it who have done it um i'm i think i'm too selfish i wouldn't I'm like an all or nothing type person. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I would be able to devote enough time to family and golf and do it both. Um, but I think women get to a point where there's time for a new chapter. Mm-hmm. And I, I have no desire to get to that chapter. Do you, I mean, you wouldn't be out there if you didn't think like you're still good enough. Like, do you think you're better? Like, where's your golf game rank from like the year, the first year you made the LPGA tour and now are you better? Are you? Oh, for sure. My golf game is much better, but I've matured as a person and I've understood my golf game Mm -hmm. a lot better. But to me, it's never been about the money. Yeah. Like I'm perfectly content living at my bare minimum and granted my bare minimum is a lot more than most people. Yeah. Right. But I truly love doing what I do. I love seeing kids out there with their moms and dads. Like it's such a great game to introduce to kids and to have family time with, Mm -hmm. you can spend so much, so much time with your kids just playing golf. And it's something that everyone can do, even if you suck or not, you know, like you can still have fun being a shitty golfer. Yeah. But yeah. I don't, I don't care about the money. Like the top 10 on the LPGA or on the Symmetra tour to get like, yeah, that's cool. But as long as I can cover my bills, put some money in my 401k and have a couple bar tabs. I mean, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I don't need anything. I don't need anything flashy. I don't, I mean, I shop at Walmart and TJ Maxx and everywhere I look firekeeper shirt, like everywhere I go, I get t-shirts and I don't, I mean, what do I need? I don't know. Yeah, I got you. I mean, you have a golf cart, a car, and a fucking house. I mean, like. The what? golf cart's trash. I do want a new golf cart. You but do? I mean, that was That was the goal for this year. I found one that I wanted, and it was like, I think it would have came out to like eight or nine grand after taxes. Holy shit. So my goal was to. Make I started to... a I started a different bank account and I was like every week I'm gonna put some money in yeah and if I get to that eight or nine grand I'll do it because my birthday's at the end of next month yeah. and I didn't get there so on next, next year. year let's roll it over yeah all right so what's the goal I mean like you still believe you're good enough right I mean you know you're good enough to get to the LPGA so next year is just like a restart or do you not look that far ahead Danielle do you just like hey I'm gonna go out play well and see what the fuck happens. I think, I mean, I've never, well, I, I actually can't say never because Saturday was arguably some of my best, or Friday was arguably some of my best golf. But I think if I could learn how to harness my good golf more consistently, yeah, I think I can very well compete on the LPGA. Yeah. But I guess my priorities are a little fun. Different. I mean, who's fun on the LPGA that I can think of? Like, uh, I mean, like who has a great personality that I don't know? 
Like there isn't. Well, like I don't, I don't know enough women out there. Like I haven't really created that many relationships. To be honest, when I got out there, I was very intimidated. Yeah. And I wasn't my normal D self. I mean, you go to pro-am parties on the Symmetra tour and guys show up in jeans and polo shirts and they're sucking down Bush lights or, you know, like, and then you get to the LPGA and you go to a pro-am party and like guys are in suits drinking vodka sodas. Holy shit. What is this? You know what I mean? So it was like, it was a complete culture shock. And there were a couple turn like a couple pro-am parties where I started booze is free. Like, yeah, yeah. I hate turning down free booze <laughs> and you start getting shit canned and it's like, is anybody else getting yeah. shit canned are with we gonna you? Are we going to have like, fun or are we just going to make this a corporate event? Yeah. Like what yeah. are we doing? So it was, um, it was very difficult for me to acclimate because I almost, I felt like I couldn't necessarily be myself because it was like the, the party didn't follow. Yeah. yeah. Like on Symmetra, the, the party kind of follows, you know, yeah. everyone starts getting excited and they love, they love seeing us as golfers be normal. Mm-hmm. Like go to an event where there's an open bar and girls have cocktails and girls sing and get up and dance and be goofy and just be normal people. Yeah. And I felt like on the LPGA, like we, I felt me personally, like I was, you know, like the 1% of the world and was elite and you kind of had to be more prim and proper, which is fine. There's a time and a place and that's okay. But mm-hmm. y'all, it's open bar. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Let's get weird. Like, what are we doing? Where's the DJ? Yeah. We don't make enough. It's not like we're on the PGA tour and like making mint like, like let's, let's take it. I got away with it one good time. We were in, you'll love this. We were in the Bahamas the first year on the LPGA when the hurricane came through. Okay. And they made the 18-hole course. They turned it into 12 holes because the golf course was flooded. Yeah. I mean, the course is right on the ocean. It was flooded. It was a hurricane. No one could practice all week, which is a complete equalizer for me. Right, right. Right? I'm like, if you guys can't practice, let's go. (laughs) So I missed the cut hard per usual. And we go get shit faced, right? We're yeah. in the Bahamas and I can't do anything. Right. We're staying in Atlantis, which those drinks are outrageous. Yeah. I enter a slot machine tournament and won like a thousand dollars. My God. It was great. So I think it was Christy Kerr's birthday. Didn't matter. We were gonna celebrate. It was someone's birthday, and they had the big bottle of goose. Like <laughs> the one that they have on the top of the bar. <laughs> right. Christy's they, had a pretty like, good career. You know what, yeah. It was Christie's or Paula's. It was someone's birthday. I don't remember who. So we just get so shit faced. And then they send out an email like girls who missed the cut. If you play tomorrow, we'll give you a thousand dollars. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. We get to sleep for four hours. Yeah. So I wake up, we're on the driving range. Christy Kerr comes up behind me and I looked at Tyler. I'm like, you're going to have to tee the ball up for me. Like I can't bend over. Oh my God. He starts laughing hysterically. She's like, you have to come to my foundation event. And I yeah. was like, yeah, fucking let's go. Yeah. So we get up to New Jersey at, what is it? Liberty National. Yes. Someone picks me up in like a blacked out SUV. <laughs> There's water bottles in there. I have more leg room than first class on Delta. Yeah. And I'm like, where, like. I'm in Walmart clothes, guys. Like, can I, like, can I smoke in here? Like, what am I doing? I don't even know. 
they take they put us up in the dream hotel like i'm texting my mom i'm like oh my god this is Dude, i felt like a I've made it. I've made it. Yeah, yeah. i thought i was a kardashian <laughs> so we go <laughs> we go to the event uh the dinner afterwards right yeah and there's everyone's dressed up and i don't own nice clothes at the time so i'm in blue jeans a black button-up and a loud mouth tie because why the fuck not? I guess. Yeah. Right. They were a sponsor at the time to be fair. Inner homo straight struggling. I don't know what I was doing. So we get to this event and there's, so there's wine that's paired with each course of the meal. Yeah. I do not have a palate for wine. Yeah. I got you. I don't understand it. Same. My dad Same. makes his own. Yeah. I don't get it. Yep. Well, I go up to the bar and I'm like, is it open? And they're like, yeah. I was like double captain and tie it and keep them coming. <laughs> Okay, so there's a, uh, I struggle with this word, a pianist? Yeah, pianist, yeah. Okay, and she's playing songs on the piano for each course of the meal oh, to shit. go with, the, right? Like, this is, no, I'm, I'm I, overlooking New York City, it's right, nighttime, right. like, it's, go I have no idea what I'm doing or how I got here. Yeah. So there's, like, an interlude, and I walk up to the lady playing the piano, and I'm like... <laughs> Do you take requests? <laughs> She's like, why? I was like, can you play Journey, Don't Stop Believing and give me the mic? Oh and she's God. like, I guess. <laughs> 30 seconds later, yeah. I have this whole fucking room of people that probably have more money than I will ever see in my life. Right. Singing Journey, Don't Stop Believing with me with Christy Kerr next to me and we are belting it out. And it was arguably one of the most awesome that, moments. Oh my god, that is! So, I, I mean, mean, Christy probably had like there had to be like LPGA stars. I mean, Christy is like famous. I mean, it, but it wasn't even about the stars. It was about the people who paid the money to come. Yeah, be with yeah. The stars. Right, 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 right. He's yeah, raising money for breast cancer. Yeah, they're all CEOs of some company. And we're all sitting down screaming, "Journey, don't stop believing!" Oh in the Hall of Liberty National. There's a picture somewhere. I have it. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. That is amazing. All right. So, Daniela, here's the deal. You have got to start. A, do you have a journal? Do you like do you have you kept notes of your career? Well, the journal is more personal. Like when I get really down on myself and I oh, feel yeah. the need to pray to Jesus and I'm like, <laughs> maybe if I write to him, he'll listen. Yeah. I um, what I, do you mean? I mean, you need to do is like start making some notes of some good parties. Like go state by state, like you just asked. And I mean, start a podcast. It it would be like I don't even would, know how to start a podcast. I will help you. It will like, rocket to the top. I mean, it won't be. You'll have your entire off season, and you can have like you can have girls from the first of all. There's not enough LPGA symmetric tour. There's no symmetric tour podcast, and there's a podcast for everything. And All right. So, so cheap ass version. What yes. equipment do I need to do to start need, this? This costs me. If you have a you have a laptop, obviously. I do. Twenty twenty dollars, and you have your own podcast. Oh, let's go! I just made yeah. eight grand. I'm in. Yeah, I mean, literally, this thing I use is called ZenCaster, and you can use your your mic sounds fine. So, I mean, you just got to tell stories. I mean, like, it, so it how do I anywhere. get the podcast? Like I'll, on the podcast app. It's super simple. I'll help you. I don't like you have. I mean, you have so many stories. You just got to like make notes and just like, 
I mean, it would be unreal. I could listen. I could do this for two hours. I could do this. Oh, for I could. Four do, hours. I could do this all day. Oh my god, this is so great. The Christy, the, the Christy curse story. My wife just tweeted. So we're at my brother's house, and my wife just tweeted. So Ryan is downstairs with Daniela and has been belly laughing the whole time. This is going to be a great pod. So fun. <laughs> listen, it is too short. Life is too short. This year, I lost my uncle and my grandmother. Oh shit. Yeah. So this was a sucky year, right? Yeah. And I've just I've I've succumbed to the fact that golf is not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. To me, it's become a means to do what I love and it's traveling and meeting people. Yeah. Like I love golf, but yeah. what golf has given me, aside from an obscene amount of gray hairs, is incredible <laughs> I did, relationships. I did notice that it Oh, you was, can't see it in the light, bro. Yeah, I yeah, swear to God. I, know, I, so I was looking up old pictures in the one I posted you of you smoking. Do you know that you started a controversy? Did you see the controversy on Twitter, Danielle? I never, honest to God, I never, never I apparently Twitter. never had my Twitter notifications on. Yeah. don't. So someone off. screenshotted yeah. something and sent it to me and I opened Twitter and I was like, <laughs> I was just scrolling, looking at, I was like, what is happening? So here's my theory about golfers who smoke, right? Like in, in my age, right? Like there's, it's a dying, like people, again, it, the, the bigger overarching theme is that like golfers, men, women feel like they have to fit in this cookie cutter. So obviously smoking, the amount of smokers has just gotten less and less and less. And my, my point is, is not about smoking is that people who smoke tend to be some of the best characters in the game. Right? Like, do you want to know why? Yeah, why? I do. This is an actual, like, this is a theory that I have. Okay. okay. So, when smokers go someplace, yes, you can't smoke inside. Yes. So, you got to go outside. Yep. Who's outside? Fellow All the smokers. smokers, right? If you don't talk to them, it's yep. like a dude coming up right next to your urinal and pissing right next to you. Like, it's just so awkward. Yep. So, you start shooting the shit. Inevitably, someone needs a lighter. And 14 cigarettes later, you're invited to their Thanksgiving. You see what? <laughs> so I have a Marlboro Black menthol. <laughs> like, smokers so, have to be social. Yes. So, every time I post, so like Spencer Levine, Frank Lick Lighter, John Daly, right? Like, all these guys are like, characters they're all characters so when i post a picture uh, of a player smoking notoriously i always get like well you shouldn't smoke or why do you glorify (laughs) i glorify smoking and i'm like i'm not glorifying smoke i'm glorifying that these are true characters of the game like it's a dying like this podcast and like the podcast dustin johnson or tiger it's like more i mean this is amazing like (laughs) Golf needs this way more than they need like cliche statements at the end of tournaments. Like this relates to way, 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 way more people than Dustin Johnson, who's getting paid X amount of dollars and is a multimillionaire and then steps on his private jet and just says a bunch of stuff that like, oh, one round at a time, all that bullshit. It doesn't matter who it was. A pro was like, hey, Danielle is way more than cigarettes. And I was like, yeah, I know. Like, of course, she's awesome. And I told my story and it, and it started, I mean, Twitter can go down to a controversy pretty easily. So I have never been more excited about a podcast and it has like, I had an idea of what this podcast would be and it's blown it away. It's, it has been unreal. 
I'm here for it. I listen, anytime you need stories. That's why you need your own. So you can just tell your own stories and then you can make money like from it. I, but I feel like it's so much better to have the dialogue. No, you do. You can, but you can have like, so what you would do is invite some, like, say you had a great party. You would have Christy Kerr on and you'd be like, Christy, do you remember that? And you would walk <laughs> through like what happened and it would be and literally the download numbers would just go like, Dude, the stories that I have, I mean, some of them what's are the, just... What's the best story that I haven't asked about? Like, what is... I mean, I don't know if you can top the Christy Kerr one. So, one year when we were in Harris, I think it was the first year we were there. It's always Harris, it seems. Dude, Harris is a blast. Like, there's nothing there, but... And I think because there's nothing there, like, yeah, you yeah. make your own fun. Right. Right. Like it's like going to the cabin and you don't have your iPad and you're like, oh, OK, I guess I'm going to play with sticks. Yeah. And so there was this little room on the side of the casino called Club 4-1. And there was a stage. And during the week, they had just random people performing. And I look over at Tyler and I was like, we should have a party here. Yeah. He's like, yeah. OK. Yeah. So I find the director of marketing. Her name is Sue. And bless her heart, she still works there, and she's the sweetest lady and gives the best hugs. Yeah. So I call her, leave a voicemail, and I'm like, hey, Sue, Daniela, wondering if there is any way we could reserve Club 4-1 for the players and the caddies this Sunday night. Um, I would need a DJ and a bartender, and I'll take care of the rest. <clears throat> I go play golf. I come back to the room, the red light's blinking on the phone. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck left a voicemail? Yeah. So I pick it up and she goes, hey, Daniela, this is Sue. You are reserved Club 4-1 Sunday night from, I think it was like 8 to 1, 9 to 1, something. Yeah. She's like, it will be for Symmetra players and guests only. And have a great time. It's been such a pleasure meeting you, right? Yeah. Okay. So we get a DJ. This is, I don't even think we had iPhones. Well, we <laughs> obviously had iPhones. I did not have an iPhone. Yeah. But I had an iPod. Yeah, right. So I give it to the DJ and I'm like, play. Yeah. Play whatever. Yeah. I got two uh, pitchers, uh, three pitchers on the stage. And I told everyone, I'm like, it's not open bar. I couldn't pull that. Buy the drinks and just put tips in there. One's for the DJ and the other two are for the bartenders. Yeah. Like, just hook them up. We had a fucking blast. I was emceeing. I, they gave me a mic. We're around dancing. People are spilling drinks. I'm grabbing the mop. I was a cruise ship director. Like, the only thing missing was me making fucking balloon animals. Like, it was ridiculous. We had the time of our lives. How much there did was, that set you back? Or did everybody chip in? It was nothing. We didn't have to pay for the room. They had nothing going on at Sunday night. Yeah, yeah true. Right, right. So they just yeah. had to pay the wages of the... You know, the staff, but I mean, we bought enough drinks that I'm sure they covered their cost. Yep. And then, I mean, at the time, we probably gave each person, I don't know, 40, 50 bucks in yep. tips. Right. Which, I mean, not atrocious. Yeah. But just the worst someone can ever tell you is no. Yeah. And I'm not scared to hear no. I mean, I just looked in your Instagram. I think it was Sarah, as you and Sarah like doing karaoke in an empty, I mean, almost empty, either bar or restaurant. <laughs> That was in Rochester, New York this year. We left the Pro-Am party. It had to be close to midnight. We Googled the closest bar. As we pull in, we see the sign for karaoke. And I was like, well, if that's not fucking fate, I don't know what yeah. is. 
turns out the owner knows one of the guys that I know up there. And my buddy's like, send me a picture. Make sure he says, hey, da-da-da. Yeah. The guy had a shirt on that says, smile if you're horny. <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like, I need that shirt. <laughs> this son of a bitch took it off of him and gave it to me. Not kidding you. I wore it around the rest of the night. And I may have worn it in the casino in Battle Creek. <laughs> People love that shirt. Oh, my God. What's the best uh, Symmetra Tour t- uh, event? Is it Firekeepers? It's not Firekeepers, is it? Listen, as I get older, it's getting really hard. And I, I, compare, I compare them based off of the people that I've met. Yeah. Firekeepers is phenomenal. Sweetgrass up in Harris is phenomenal. Yeah. Rochester is phenomenal. Mike Vidala loves women's golf. Those are probably my top three. What's the worst? No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to put you in that position. <laughs> I don't think there is a worst one. Don't answer. Like, Garden City, Kansas is not a vacation destination. Right. Unless I mean, a lot of cities you play in, I mean, the unless you're place. trying to buy a cow. <laughs> if you're trying to buy a cow, I highly Have recommend you been going ever to Garden. Been drunk enough that you considered buying a cow in Garden City, Kansas? No, yeah, and I've been very into. I call it Garden Shitty because it literally smells like poop. <laughs> There's slaughterhouses and cows everywhere. Like if the wind blows the wrong direction, it's just it's cow poop. My God, Danielle, this has been just unreal. And I literally, once this I stop, hit stop, I will help you if you really want to. I uh, mean, I don't, I, I don't really have much else to do for the next six months. Oh my god! Yeah. So I mean, you maybe there's, this. maybe there's a potential here. Yeah. Because maybe. I mean, I think we've only scratched the surface of the stories you could tell. And How many subscribers do you have to your podcast? I mean, so about you know roughly, so. I have like 75,000 followers on Twitter and, but I mean, podcast is a different animal, right? So like, yeah, no, for sure. 5,000 people listen to this. Okay. So I think we should see if the people want it. The people want it. They don't even know. They don't know. What? After you post this podcast, I want to see what the response is. Okay. And between the two of us, it's going to be if we think it's strong enough. Yeah, it's strong enough. Trust me. It's strong enough. But I appreciate that. You don't want to put work in without the people wanting it. Yeah, no, I'm lazy. In the fun. meantime, in the meantime, start making some notes of all the stories that I'm literally going to go alphabetically in a notebook yes. of the 50 nifty. <laughs> just go back and, and look at the like just look at your career results, you know? On the Symmetra Tour, and that will bring back up like, oh, shit, I forgot about that event that was canceled in 2014. I am not trying to get into a depressive state this early into my off-season, so I will not be going back on my Symmetra Tour. Just look at the schedule, not your Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Just look at the schedule portion, and then go like, it'll it'll trigger some like, oh, my God, I remember being drunk. What's the best bar? There we go. What's the best bar on the Symmetra Tour? Ooh. Mm -hmm. Decatur used to have one. It's since closed down, but they had captains for two fifty. Okay, that was stupid. Um, yeah. This year, I just joined the Moose Club. Oh my god! Did you really? You know what the Moose is? Oh yeah. Okay, so I'm a Moose member, <laughs> and you have to be a Moose member for so many years if you want to get entry into Moose Haven, okay. which is a retirement community in Jacksonville. Oh my god! So you know, I figured I'd start my membership early. Yeah, right. 
And um, you can't go wrong with a moose. Can you take guests to the moose lodge? You can take guests to the moose lodge. Okay. You can. Right. I'm still waiting on my card. Yeah, I haven't yeah. gotten my official card yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, best bar. Best bar. Sorry. Wow. Just that's a good it. one. That's a, that's a, see, that could be a pod for you. That could be a, that an entire pod is like, hey, here's the top 10 bars and what happened in those bars. Well, we have a lot of casino events. So, yeah, I mean, there like, you go. I've developed a gambling problem. <laughs> Which is not good on the Symmetra tour. <laughs> like you maybe get tipped in the pro am and you try to get on a heater real quick to pay yeah. for an entry fee. What's a good well here's a here's a great question for people that don't know. I would guess that a lot of listeners don't even know that they should tip their pro am partner. I mean their pro am player. What is a reasonable tip that you would be like, wow, that's nice? Like what hundred bucks. What is it? Hundred bucks. Okay, perfect. Like, I mean, what, 30, 30-ish dollars a person? Um, I've been tipped yeah. anywhere from like 60 bucks to like 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because guys realize the entry fee and they're like, oh, hey, let me. And I'm like, that's really, really awesome yeah, of yeah. you. Like, that's crazy generous. Because on top of what they pay to play in the Pro-Am to dish out, yeah. you know, extra money like that. But I think they... Because you would never go play in a pro-am with a PGA Tour guy and try to yeah, slip him a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Right, so right. I think they kind of have that same mentality, mm-hmm. and it just it completely escapes them. How they don't often think do you about get it. tipped? Like, say you t- play ten pro-ams, how many times are you going to get tipped? If I try or if I don't try, because I've learned that when I try to gamble with the guys, yeah, yeah. that's when I get the tips. Because uh, I'll always be like, "All right, ten bucks if I put it inside ten feet," yeah, and they're yeah, like, right. "Okay." Right. You know, so I, I'll start just gambling with them. just give it to you. They'll be like, okay, yeah. Yes. I had a guy actually in Garden Shitty. Yeah. We So we get up. It's a shotgun. We're on like the sixth hole. Yeah. And he tees up a ball and he hits a fucking bomb backwards onto the range. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy can hit the, like. Yeah. You, I rarely get paired with the guys who can actually play golf. Right, right, right. Like my guys barely cross the ladies tees. Yeah. So I was like, this is awesome. This guy can hit the ball. So I was like, step up and whack it, bro. Yeah. He does not pass the ladies tee on his real shot. And I was like, wow, way to fucking waste it. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And so we start gambling because this guy's just hitting. He's hitting snap hooks off the planet. Yeah. And I look at him. I'm like, do you like to gamble? He's like, well, I don't know. Like, what, what do you mean? And I was like, all right. Every shot of mine we take, you give me a dollar. Every yeah. shot of yours we take, I'll give you five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solo birdies are 10 and yeah. solo eagles are 20. Yeah. Okay. He's like, oh, okay, okay. So I don't know what kind of juice I was on that day, but I put probably like six shots inside three feet. Yeah. And when I tell you this man ran out of the golf cart to go tap it in, so we counted his shot. Yeah. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I make a solo eagle. So I'm up maybe 20, 30 bucks, yeah. right? He's still. I mean, he lost, I don't even know how many balls. So I looked at him. I said, I'll give you a buyout option. Yep. I said, if you give me a hundred bucks right now, we'll call the bet off and I'll help you the last few holes with your golf swing. And he looked at me straight in the eye and he goes, I don't need help with my golf swing. I was like, bro, you got three fucking balls left in your bag. (laughs) So we get done with the round and he had Venmoed me a hundred bucks. Oh, that's awesome. It was funny. Oh my god. 
Guys uh, love getting their balls busted. Yeah, exactly. This is why you got to make notes. I will look forward to uh, helping you. This has been – no, seriously, this has been awesome. You have been, I loved it. Thank you so much for having me. I this appreciate has been it. Awesome. Uh, I'll let you know if best. I get fined. Yeah, just send me Michael. Mike won't find you. I'm going to send Mike. In fact, I'm going to tweet after this that it's great. And and I'll just tag Mike and say, hey, any fines related to this podcast can be sent to Fire Pit Collective, who are my boss. <laughs> I love it. Daniela Agabelli, uh, you will have your own podcast soon. Thank you for being on Any Given Money. Really super awesome. I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan since the first time I met you. Uh, much love and I appreciate this has it. Been awesome. I mean, that hour and 20 is just awesome. It's hilarious. I told her many times during the podcast she needed to start her own podcast. Hopefully she does. Daniela Iacobelli, remember the name. doesn't matter if she gets to the LPJ or not. Um, she's just awesome person. Hilarious. I'd love to hang out with her. We're going to have drinks. Next year I'm going to caddy for one time. Um, thanks for listening. And until next week, thanks again. Thanks again to Good Walk Coffee for supporting me. I just can't thank them enough. Go to goodwalkcoffee.com and use the promo code FIREPIT for 20% off your complete order.